Welcome to Modern Day Economics, where we have in-depth discussions on economic issues and events that affect our families and the communities. Today, we're coming again with an economic release. The Philadelphia Fed Manufacturing Index is down yet again. Out of the past four releases, I believe three of them have been down. Only one of them has been up. Um, and this really is an indicator to start really paying very close attention to because manufacturing really is the backbone of the economy. The productions of goods, the production of goods. Services is also important. Services typically um, assist other service companies that end up helping manufacturers or directly help manufacturers. At the end of the day, it's the production of tangible goods that is the backbone of our economy. So what does this really mean in the context of two negative quarters or two consecutive quarters of negative GDP? Well, although the job market seems to not be a part of the issue, and that's reflected in all the numbers that we've seen, inflation is. Inflation certainly is. And we have to start considering one thing that is, is it that much better to have 10 out of 10 people employed? If you have 10 individuals, right? It, to have 10 people employed but struggle to pay rent or to have eight people employed that are able to pay for their expenses and get to the end of the month and not have too much month at the end of the money, as they say. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily that much better. And that's something that we should really start considering as we move into the next few months, because there has been an effort out there to try to change the meaning and definition of recession. And it certainly makes sense in a traditional context to question if there is or not a recession when jobs, which is what most individuals really care about, not being unemployed, being able to have a job, when jobs are available, when if someone were to have an issue and get laid off, they could easily access another job. Well, what happens when the cost of goods and services, particularly the cost of essential goods, go up and up and up. And all those salaries also increase. They don't necessarily increase at the same rate as inflation does. That's when there may be a little bit more of a problem than most people might realize. And that's something that we should really start paying very close attention to as we move into an era of higher inflation, which is what we're currently seeing. We can't make guarantees on what's going to happen in the future. Um, but as, as we currently are in an era of a little bit higher inflation, what is that going to look like for an affordability standpoint for everyday individuals? What is that going to look like? I mean, there's many other parts in the world where an individual on his own income has more difficulty to access a home, for example, uh, whether that be for purchase or rent. Is that something that we're going to start seeing here more in the United States? Well, that's something that we should start asking ourselves. Um, 
certainly speaking. The current prediction, or at least what the Federal Reserve says that they're going to do, uh, we don't have control over what they're going to do, but we can only tell you what they said they're going to do, is that they're going to continue to raise interest rates in order to contain inflation. Well, that's uh, that's the main tool in the toolbox that the Federal Reserve really has in order to tame inflation and put it under control. And who will really be most affected? on that. Well, inflation, on one hand, is a phenomenon that affects everybody. At the end of the day, everyone has to go to buy food in some capacity or another. You might go to a restaurant, you might go to the grocery store, but you need food in order to survive. So that is going to affect you one way or another. Some individuals already own a home. And they might not see increases in rent, but they're going to see increases in the repair costs of their home, on the maintenance of their home. If they need to replace their roof, they may see that is more expensive. If they need to replace or fix anything else in their home, they may see that that is also more expensive. The price of gasoline, which was on a rising trend, um, seemed to have gone down a little bit as of recently, but was on certainly a rising trend. Is something that affects most of us, as most individuals use transportation based on gasoline. The price of electricity goes up. That also affects the individuals that you have electric cars. It affects the individuals, uh, anyone that has electricity in their home in some capacity or another. However, interest rates going up, does that really affect everybody? Well, In an indirect way, it can have an effect over many people uh, because most most companies have debt. Uh, most companies have lines of credit, which is a floating form of debt in order to finance, whether that's their receivables, uh, their inventory, or whatever other um, short-term item they are trying to finance. So that impacts their um total costs, therefore they have less of a profit margin and maybe less of a capacity to do other things like increase their hiring, etc. So in an indirect way, it affects everyone, but in a direct way, it affects maybe a lot less people than inflation does. Inflation affects everyone in a much more direct capacity. Interest rates affects primarily those who, number one, have floating rate debt or adjustable debt, And number two, those that are in need or planning on or considering taking on new debt. So take that into consideration. On the one hand, inflation affects absolutely everybody. On the other hand, rising interest rates affects directly, at least, a smaller group of people. So which one is the one that they're going to let increase? Well... We will have to see. We will have to see what happens. But likely, it is very likely they will keep raising interest rates. At least that's what they said they were going to do. This will have a contractionary effect on the economy overall because it will increase the cost of debt service for many organizations, of course. Um, And, well, 
we will just have to wait and see how big of an impact this has. On the housing market, we certainly can look into what that'll do to new home purchases. Well, your monthly payment is much more heavily weighted on interest expense now. So that means that if you were approved for a certain number on your current salary, now you're likely going to be approved on a much lesser number with higher interest rates than when they were 3% or even high twos. So we're going to start seeing some effects of this, but going back to the manufacturing index, really looking at manufacturing is a good way to predict what might happen. Manufacturing is the backbone of the American economy and of most economies around the world. It is considered to be more stable than many other industries. It is considered to be one of the last industries to go down and one of the first ones to come back up. One of the last ones to go down in the event of a recession. And one of the first ones to come back up in the event of a recovery. Over the past four releases, we've had three negative reads and one positive. Most recent that we are currently talking about today being a negative. Something that we should really pay very close attention to, but it's certainly not positive news. Stay tuned to learn more about economic issues and events. Check us out at moderndayeconomics.com as well as all major podcast platforms.